Are you hesitating to take the next step in your e-commerce journey? Founder Plus has you covered with proven frameworks tailored to your business needs for fast results, a supportive community of over 30,000 like-minded entrepreneurs and weekly live mentorship sessions. Founder Plus is your key to success. Try Founder Plus today for just $1 for seven days and start building your dream business with confidence. You can visit founder.com forward slash start dollar trial or click the link in the description to claim your trial. This is episode number 121 with Brad Munro of the Founder Podcast. What you need is thirst. You need to be a thirsty human. Who is intent on learning. It's a really fascinating, fascinating exploration of human potential. Now. Now. now, the Founder Podcast. Even the greatest entrepreneurs had help. If you want to learn from the most successful founders on the planet, you are in the right place. Branson, Mark Cuban, Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Ariana Huffington, Seth Ghost, Steve Case, Gary V, Sophia Amoroso, Robert Corcoran, Damon John. Learn from the greatest minds in business today with interviews hosted by Nathan Chan. This is not your average entrepreneur podcast. The Founder Podcast. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that our goal at Founder is to help entrepreneurs succeed however we can by giving away high quality content in the form of interviews, blog posts, podcasts, YouTube videos, you name it. We put out so much content to help you. And another interesting project that we're working on right now is partnering with world-class founders like Damon John, Alexa Von Tobel, Greta Van Riel, and so many more to teach crucial skills like negotiation, finance, e-commerce, and so much more. So if you'd like to get access to these free trainings with founders like this, which is 100% free, just go to founder.com forward slash free. Okay, so now let's talk about today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Founder Podcast. My name is Nathan Chan. I'm the CEO and publisher of Founder Magazine and the host of this podcast. And I'm coming to you live from hometown Melbourne, Australia. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your earbuds with me. And uh, with this episode, you're in for another treat. It's the crowdfunding series, part five of six. And uh, we speak with Brad Munro. If uh, you haven't been following along, we are doing a crowdfunding campaign ourselves at Founder, and uh, we've released a coffee table book. Uh, It's a coffee table business book. It's got the best of our interviews all distilled into a beautifully designed coffee table book, super actionable with interviews with some of the greatest entrepreneurs of our generation, like Richard Branson, Ariana Huffington, Seth Godin, Damon John, so many more. And uh, we're doing this crowdfunding series because I wanted to show you guys the behind the scenes of how we worked out how to build a successful crowdfunding campaign. And a lot of it is just speaking to people, as you can see. And uh, if you are following along live, we have from the date of the recording of this episode, exactly one week to go for our crowdfunding campaign. Uh, I'd love your support. I know you're going to absolutely love this book if you enjoy this podcast. It's going to be probably the best body of work we've ever produced at Founder so far since we've started the business. So if you want to check it out, you can go to foundermag, F-O-U-N-D-R-M-A-G.com forward slash book. So foundermag.com forward slash book. I'd love your support. 
I know you're going to love this book. Now let's talk about today's guest, Brad Munro. So Brad started a company all off the back of Indiegogo, crowdfunding campaign, and it was called Wiley Footwear. And uh, pretty much they produce thongs, you know, and these are flip-flops. Um, in Australia, we call them thongs. Uh, I know that might be a little weird, but um, so long story short, I actually got the chance to interview Brad uh, over a year and a half ago during the time of his campaign. And it was really interesting to hear what was happening during the time period. And one of the biggest takeaways I had from him was to have an event, have a launch party, which is exactly what we did when we launched the Founder Version 1.0 project on Kickstarter. Massive takeaway. He's got a whole ton more, and I know you're going to love this episode, and I hope that uh, these episodes are inspiring you to want to do your own crowdfunding campaign. It's a ton of fun. We're learning so much. Make sure you go and check out what we've got going on behind the scenes, foundermag, F-O-U-N-D-R-M-A-G.com forward slash book. All right, that's it from me, guys. Now let's jump into the show. Are you able to tell me what was the biggest struggle with your campaign? Um, the biggest struggle? Um, probably, I think, can, uh, like sort of informing people about crowdfunding and what it is and how it works. Um, I guess we're, it's, it's relatively new here in Australia. So, you know, we've sort of found ourselves always needing to explain what crowdfunding is and how it works and, you know, how, um, just, yeah, the whole basis of it, like the sort of the platform where you put up your idea or a project or whatever you're trying to raise money for and, um, and uh, yeah, get, get the money raised and, and through to, you know, to the production phase and all that sort of thing. So when you say um, educating people, is that with your existing audience? Uh, yeah, just almost everyone really. Like it's a few people knew of it, but a very small minority. It was sort of like our existing audience, you know, people that have, I guess, that have bought products from us before, um, you know, even close friends and family didn't really know what crowdfunding was. It was kind of um, people had seen it reported in the news, but they really didn't know too much about it and how it worked. And I think it's especially for you know for something like us and any crowdfunding. I guess it's it's um, sort of speaks volumes when people are willing to to part with their cash for you know for a product or or for something that they're not going to get for a few months. You know, everyone's so impatient these days, um, whether it's months or, or or you know however long it takes to produce the product. And um, yeah, it's sort of it was kind of pretty cool to sort of tell people what it is and get them to go to the to the site and have a look at the video and you know check out all the perks and the different packs and things that you can get. So. It was, um, yeah, mainly just the education thing of, of just informing people what it is and how it works. What's your best recommendation from your experience with running this successful campaign on on getting traffic to to the page and um, uh, yeah, yeah getting the campaign found? Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of work. You kind of have to have a plan in place, like have, have your, you know, whatever your marketing things and I guess make it – what we tried to do is make our video um, pretty lighthearted. Like we're a lighthearted business anyway. You know, we're we're sort of thongs and flip flops, so it's not you know real serious sort of stuff. But um, we wanted to make the video, I, I guess, kind of funny and lighthearted, so that people would share it and it's something they could relate to. Um, which is kind of how we went down the whole campaign of the no blowouts, which is the whole design of the song. Like as well as it being interchangeable, the no blowout thing, I guess people can relate to because they've always probably seen someone that's had a blowout <laughs> or something like that, so they can um, yeah. Kind of remember that person they saw that tripped over or their friend and and um 
yeah, kind of sort of do it that way so that they can, they'll, they'll want to share it then, I guess. Like it's, you know, there's that much stuff out there on, on Facebook and on the internet these days that you've really got to kind of stand out for people to share it. And uh, you, so you came up with a creative idea. Was there any, um, was there any like things that like really changed the game in terms of driving traffic? Like any like influences you got in touch with, or, uh, or I guess um, I guess the press is a big one. Um, yeah. you know, like you can sort of you've got your magazines and whatever sort of media are out there. You can always like anyone can pay for an ad, you know what I mean? So if a, if a company or a individual has got enough money, they can, you know, they can pay for a full page ad or whatever and, and good on them. So anyone can do that. But I guess to have, um, you know, some articles written about you and, and you know, press releases go out and and um, I guess just kind of get the traction like that, that, that sort of helps. You know, we got – we're on a lot of radio stations as well um, and, you know, that sort of posted on their Facebook page and we found that then – uh, a lot of people would, you know, the connections that we didn't have, they'd sort of either hear of it, they'd go to the Facebook page and tag their friends in it and say, oh, you know, you had a blowout, you need a pair of these or, or whatever and, mm. and kind of go that way. So, yeah, the more media and press, I guess, you know, that always helps. Okay. And um, I'm curious, how did you get so much press? Like what do you have any uh, tactics or strategies I around guess, that? Well, our strategy, we wanted to uh, kind of create a bang. Like we sort of thought the product's, um, you know, it's almost different enough to to get a bit of um, a bit of press on its own. But we really had a strategy to to really start with a bang. So we what we did we kind of organised uh, our close friends and families that had seen the samples and had tried them on and knew what we were doing. And you know, we'd been through the process of explaining what crowdfunding was. And I sort of told them all, you know, I said, guys, we're going to launch at midday on whatever day. You know, if you are keen to sort of pre-order, can you jump on and do it? Um, you know, in the first day to sort of just get the get the ball rolling a bit, and they all like yeah that's cool no worries and I guess yeah they just kind of they all seem to jump on either straight away and then as soon as they shared it with their friends and and families and other friends we had sort of people jumping on like in the first hour we we raised like over ten thousand dollars which was amazing like we yeah we knew we were going to get probably you know a couple of thousand in there we thought we might we might get with everyone but it just yeah it's kind of like they showed their friends and they said yeah can you jump on now (laughs) it just happened so fast and um, that kind of got us in the media to start with. Um, so that kind of really did, you know, to kick off with a bang, it, it, it really worked. It worked really well. So, um, And I think on Indiegogo's page, you know, they have sort of tips and stuff. And I think one of the things they said, or I read it somewhere and I'm pretty sure it, it was from Indiegogo, they say, you know, you can have a um, like a launch party type thing. So, um, you know, you think you get everyone over to your house and, you you know, you show your video on the big screen or whatever and you sit there with a laptop and everyone enters their details and, you know, sort of like oh. while, while it's all happening, there's little little things like that you can do to kind of to get the ball rolling. Yeah, that's a really good one. I love that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you actually, you guys actually did have a launch party with all your close friends and family? We didn't sort of like so much as have a party, but we kind of, we targeted a few close friends and family and, and you know, sent them because you can, you can preview the video and the link and everything out before it's actually live. Oh. So we sort of did all that before we launched so that when we launched, we didn't have to go through all that sort of, you know, first process. And then it was kind of like people are already jumping on. And then so, you know, they shared it with their friends and stuff and then they jumped on um, just sort of snowball effect. I see. And with with a lot of the press features, were you trying to tee them up before you went live or after you went live? I think I teed them up. I wrote um, – I sort of organised a couple of press releases, but I think it was – it was uh, when was it? I think it was after. It was that day. It was a very frantic sort of thing because – 
Um, I sort of had a few, I guess, articles like press releases written, but um, yeah, it kind of obviously needed to change because we didn't know, you know, how many sales we'd get straight away. Didn't know, you know, when we'd sort of launch um, exactly all that sort of stuff. So yeah, kind of everything has to be in a plan, I guess, like a good a good strategy and a good plan. Um, so yeah, we. We had a press release ready to go and then we obviously had to change it after the launch and then it was sent out. And, you know, by that stage, we'd already had the ball rolling. We had some, you know, a lot of friends ordering. I think we had a couple of stores ordering. And then, you know, once it sort of, I think it was a financial review that got hold of us first and they wanted to do an interview. And they and came was, to you? Yeah, so they, they, they contacted Sam after they saw the press release. Uh-huh. Um, and they, it was sort of annoying because they wanted, they did an interview, which is great. And, you know, they're, they're massive and strained financial review and whatever, but it was, they wanted it exclusive. So uh-huh. at the same time, we started to have a lot of, a few, like once the word gets out, a bit of other, other press, people asking for interviews and things. And we couldn't really do anything until we got, until the financial review went to, um, into publication, which was a couple of days later. Um, but that was actually a, a good print article. I think we were page three of the Australian Financial Review um, oh, and, wow. and that really helped, you know what I mean? That's a lot of, you know, the CEOs of the big surf companies, the, you know, store owners, the buyers, majority of them probably read the Financial Review. Oh, I see. And I'm curious, when you say that um, Financial Review wanted to make it exclusive, does that mean that you cannot talk to anyone else before they publish? That's, yeah, that's kind of what, what the go was, you know, it was, um, I guess just to do an interview, like other, other media wrote about it. I think there was something in the Courier Mail and, um, you know, but we couldn't actually do an interview. Oh, okay. Interesting. And, um, you keep mentioning Sam for those listening. Um, Sam was, is, is a, a PR she works for an agency, right? Yep, yep, that's correct. She's a um, works for a PR agency in in Brisbane called Two Cents Group, and I just uh, yeah contacted her. Actually, she might have contacted me a while ago um, just to find out how we you know if we've got anything coming up with, that we need um, you know PR for, and uh, yeah, pretty much got back to us straight away and said, yeah, I'm doing this crowdfunding campaign. You know, do you know about it? I wasn't even sure if she did, but luckily she did. You know, so we kind of just nutted out a little plan and and um, yeah, went from there. Oh wow. And would you highly recommend having an agent or, or engaging a PR company to help with the yeah, campaign? Yeah, I, I would. I would. You sort of got to, I guess, set your budget, and you know, you can't. You can go overboard. I, I think I got a quote actually before um, I ended up speaking to Sam, and someone quoted me four and a half thousand dollars. You know, wow. for for doing, you know, the, basically the work that I did. So um, <laughs> there are people out there that you know. I don't know, they can help. You sort of got to find someone that, that will do it. And, you know, Sam was perfect for us and, she, you know, she was awesome. So, yeah, I, de- I definitely recommend it though. Like you, you've got to have someone that has those contacts. See, I could have sent out, um, you know, a press release to, to all the media, you know, all around Australia, but they don't know me from a bar of soap and they don't know, if, you know, I'm making it up. It's not a credible source. You know, I'm not a professional um, PR person. So mm. you kind of got to have that person that has the connections and, and knows what they're doing and, and you know, can write it in a, in a professional manner. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's that's really good advice. Um, I'm curious what what are the what are key attributes for a product slash service uh, that you're trying to crowdfund that you think would uh, successfully fund a project? So I know. Yeah. So I think you'd have to, uh, like, from our perspective, being a, a product or even a service. I guess you just the thing that we've gone with and and that. You know, we our, we we go by with our company as I guess just being different, um, being something new and exciting, and something that people can't really get anywhere else. Um, I guess the 
the kind of people that are buying, you know, that are contributing to your crowdfunding campaign, especially if they're buying a product, they're doing so because they can't buy it anywhere else. So they're not going to jump on and, and grab something that they can go down the shop and get, you know, that's that's just as good or does the exact same thing. So it's kind of, yeah, just got to be different and exciting, I guess. Okay. And how did you choose which platform to use? Um, I looked, so I think there's the Australian one, which is Posible. I'd seen, um, I'd had a friend actually do something on there. I don't know. I just kind of looked through Posible and um, I knew they were relatively new as well. And because uh, crowdfunding is not as well known in Australia, you can sort of look at the totals and the most funded and you kind of see um, who has the biggest network and all that sort of thing. And um, so the ones in Australia obviously aren't that big and there's heaps of them out there now. So we looked um, at the States as well. I had a f- sort of friend over in, in the US and Canada that kind of wanted to to get our product over there and do a campaign um, and stuff as well. So I sort of looked at um, Indiegogo and, and Kickstarter, which are the two the two big ones. And, um, yeah, we just sort of compared. I think Kickstarter actually might have a bigger database. I'm not sure. But, um, but I don't know. Indiegogo just seemed easy to use. That Like they're both platforms had like a lot of um, – uh, like a lot of a lot of followers and and you know a lot of different options and all that sort of thing. Indiegogo actually has I'm not sure if Kickstarter does this, but Indiegogo has fixed funding and flexible funding. Um, mm. So this might be a like a, a a big thing for some people because uh, fixed funding, you know, say you say your goal is ten thousand dollars. If you don't get ten thousand dollars in funding, you don't get any money. Mm. So if you get if you get close, you know, if you get nine thousand five hundred, you're not going <laughs> you're not going to get it. Mm. So, but if you have flexible funding, um, and you get to nine thousand five hundred, you can keep that money, but you just pay a bigger percentage in uh, fees. Oh. So, and so you can still put it towards your project. So, you know, if you're wanting to launch an album, for example, and you need twenty thousand bucks, but you know, fifteen will help, and you actually get fifteen, then you'll still get the fifteen. You don't have to actually get to the twenty to to have all the money, if that makes sense. Uh, yes, 100%. That, that's a great explanation, Brad. And um, I'm curious, you, you talked a bit about planning. How long did you plan? Uh, well, months and months, I think. Like we sort of, we tossed up the idea for ages. I actually had a one of the guys, like one of our team members that originally sort of helped with the design. He said, you should look at this crowdfunding stuff. And we sort of said, oh, yeah, what is it? And had a look. Oh, it looked great. And it almost looked too good to be true. Sort of like these people are just going to contribute to your, your campaign, you know, and, and pre-order your product. They don't know anything about it and, and whatever. And, yeah, it was sort of. It was like, oh, yeah, I don't know, not sure. So we just kind of kept putting it off and we tried a few other things. And then the more we looked at it, I was like, yeah, this is this is great. This is perfect for us. So we um, it was probably about, I don't know, three months out that we actually started to to plan it. Like I sat down and actually did a, a script for the video and and worked out what we want to do and then sort of take a different direction. And, and, you know, we were sort of doing it part-time as well. So that probably added a bit of time to it. And then have to find someone that um you know can do a professional video like a lot of it you can shoot yourself but then someone needs to edit it so and just all the information under the campaign and putting all the packs together and you know they say to include postage so okay well that's got to include that so you've got to kind of you know work out your finances and and make sure everything's perfect before you launch i see and i'm curious around sales copy like because because with the landing page it's it's like so crucial you got you got to have strong copy you've got to have a sick video you've got to have yeah, um, really good like you know explanations around what you get and and stuff like that do you have any strategies or tactics that you would recommend 
Um, I would probably just recommend to make it visual. Like you say, there's it, people go to that page straight away. Um, you know, there's thousands of pages on there, you know, what makes yours stand out, you know, it's just mm. got to be easy to read, easy to understand. And people are parting with their hard-earned cash. They want to know exactly what they're spending it on, exactly when they're getting it, you know, all those sort of things. Just be as, as clear and concise as possible. Um, and, you know, nice, pretty pictures always helps. So would you recommend getting an infographic made? Uh, I would, yeah. You like Just for, for several things, you know what I mean? Like we made an infographic for – um, like the shipping, you know, just the time frame, just to make it easy, and so people can go, okay, well, you know, that's happening now, that's happening next week, or, or whatever. And the video is also important, you know, just for getting your thing across. But obviously, until they hit play on the video, you know, it's just kind of that that first screenshot which you can select, so you can choose, you know, what what you want as the like the video the video shot. So make it something, I guess interesting as well that kind of people will go okay i want to know more about this so i'm going to click on it so i think on ours we had our um the guy that had the blowout and he's laying on the ground with his with his foot up in the air and the broken thong so we sort of thought you know we showed a few different images to some people and and amongst our team we kind of thought okay people are going to look at that and say well hang on how did he you know what's happened to him like he's obviously fallen over how did he get down there you know what's going on with his thong what's this all about Ah, yeah that's 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 a good one and um out of curiosity, how many people, like you said, your team, like how many uh, in your team um, worked on this? And uh, like, do you, do you think it can be done by just a one-man show or uh, is it always yeah, teams? It was, it was like I did most of the work, you know what I mean? I just had, I guess, like we have our team, like our guys, our business partners and stuff that, you know, we all run ideas together. Everything's kind of a, a team effort. But then, you, you know, like I said, if you get – um, your PR person in that they're going to do that professional, you know, I've got to do the video, I did a professional job. You know, you, you do need someone pretty much full-time. Um, that was my role just to manage it full-time because you'll get slammed with emails of, you know, questions or or people sort of wanting to, well, hopefully, you know, we had we had people wanting to distribute our product in different places around the world and, you know, some of them are genuine distributors and other people are just kind of seeing what you're about and they try and sell you more things and they've really got to be on it all, sort of all day long. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, then it sounds pretty full on once you get that traction, hey? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's um. <laughs> It's sort of whether it's good, it's all good, but you kind of have to manage it. You know, you have some media, some journalists and people sort of coming at you and then you have, yeah, just, you know, people asking questions and then, uh, you know, some people place an order and they want to change it and, you know, when do I, when do I, where can I change my colour or choose my size and all that sort of thing. So important to have your sort of, you've got your FAQs down the bottom there, like your frequently asked questions, you know, kind of go through them and, and work out what they might be and, and try and answer them before people actually contact you. Look, we have to work towards wrapping up, man. This is great. You've, yeah, you've given sure. me so much stuff to work with. Um, I'm curious. You you mentioned you got on a lot of radio and stuff like that. Like, how how did you do that? Was that through Sam, your PR person? Uh, yeah, or? pretty pretty much. Like, I oh, sort of wow. had a, a list. So, um, I guess it comes down to your you know your strategy at the beginning. And I I wrote a big list of um, sort of media and stuff. Like, I I uh, I know a guy that works at, at Nova Radio in Brisbane, and um, you know it's just, it's just all the connections. I guess like where we probably had an advantage. I had a few connections before we started. Yeah. Um, and so it's really about you know reaching out to all the connections that you possibly can you know without annoying them almost like I'm sure my friends are sick of me now I just keep hitting them up saying hey come on check out the campaign but you have to um kind of just get it out there again remind them and and yeah through the press release you know said okay well let's you know hit up these radio stations and 
Um, I guess a lot of the radio stations around the Gold Coast too that I talk to, like a lot of them, you know, they just wear shorts and thongs to work as well because they're not on camera. Mm. You know, so um, a lot of them, you know, love their thongs and, yeah, I don't, I don't know, just kind of just stemmed from there. It all, it all helps with the medium once they jump on board. And sorry, just to get back also to the infographic you would have seen on ours, you sort of collate all those all the logos, so all the radio, all the media and stuff that we've been in, you put the logos up, um, you know, so as seen or as featured in this magazine, you know, here's a link to the article, go and check it out and just kind of help uh, spread the word. So you are, you are constantly updating the page as time goes on. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, You've got to constantly update. And oh. <clears throat> so I'll just touch on um, with Indiegogo, that, you know, they send out a newsletter. Um, yes. So, and we managed to get in there, and they they have a um like a trending now page on their on their like landing page of their website. Oh, so yes, the most yes. popular projects show up. So once if you know if you can get in there, you know you're already in front of these sort of people that that um they love their crowdfunding. They know what it's all about. You don't have to explain anything. And, you know, and it, and it puts you right under their nose for, for all to see. Um, but they've, they've got some sort of algorithm, you know, that it works at how many hits and how much traffic you get to your site, um, oh. you know, to your campaign page, and that pushes you further and further up. Um, but it's very hard to do. I don't even think we got on there. We might have got on the trending page, but right down the bottom of it, you know, and that was at the peak of our, you know, of our sort of media attention. The others, you know, there's others on there that have raised millions of dollars that, that are all on there, so... Ah, and when when you said you got on the newsletter, was that was there any strategies behind that? Um, not really. It was just I think it might have just been you know from a lot of the traffic that we were getting, and I think the staff maybe I'm not sure if it's a staff pick or if it just goes on on you know you get lots of traffic. Um, your product's sort of different. It, it's pretty cool. It's you know it's sort of the right timing, and they just sort of choose you and put you on there. Ah, man, this. Look, um, I, I don't have any more questions, but I was just going to say this is really, really good. We've covered yeah, so true. much. That there's so much here to work with. Was there anything else that you would like to share for anybody um, who wants to, to, to run a successful campaign and just blow it out of the water like you guys have? Uh, yeah, I think I might have covered everything, but there, there is a lot. Like there's, there's things you can do, you know, you've got to sort of think outside the box. You know, you can you can run a referral competition, so you can get so there's the little under your video there's a little share buttons there. So there's a Facebook button, there's an email button. You, you sort of point people in the direction, and they hit the share buttons. And it, it, you know, you've got the back end of um, of your page, which has got like all your analytics and everything. So it tells you, um, oh. you know, how many visits you're getting and how much traffic you're getting each day and all that sort of thing um, and it shows referrals so you know you can run a competition that you know your referral competition where it might be a prize for you know whoever refers the most people and their names actually pop up at the back and so it might say you know your name has referred 65 people 20 of those people have contributed and it'll show how much and so you know you can kind of see who's helping you know who's kind of helping out so um, can we just uh, rewind for a second? So this this uh, this shareable stuff uh, is this. I'm looking at it now. Is yeah. this actually built into Indiegogo, or is this custom code? No, that, that... that's built in. That's built ah. in. So where it says yeah, under the video there, where it's got yeah. share and email and that sort of stuff. And so I think everyone has that. You know, that comes standard. Mm. But it's just a matter of using the tools that Indiegogo provide. Ah, and when you said a competition, so you actually ran a competition as well around getting people to yeah, share. Yeah, it's one I saw on um, like another successful project that um, I was actually one that I contributed to um, and, you know, they sort of have a, a list of people and they said, you know, these are um, 
the people that are winning the referrals. It was one over in in the states, and it was a freak trip to San Francisco or something like that. Um, oh, wow. like within within America, so it wasn't from Australia to America, but it was um, yeah a weekend in San Francisco or something like that. So. You know, they had okay. This is this person. They had one, two, three, four. Who's coming first, second, third, fourth? And um, then they sort of updated it every every week or whatever. You know, you sort of see the people in the second and third, and then they start referring more people, and it kind of becomes a little competition in itself. Oh wow! So so you actually have some. You had somewhere on the landing page, and this is I'm just um, reiterating for the for the audience. So you had somewhere on the landing page, the more shares you will win something. Not on the landing page, I didn't, but what you can also do, and this is another great tool that Indiegogo have, um, on the page there you'll see where it says updates. Yep. Uh, on the update page, basically as a if you're running a campaign, you go to the update page and you post a, a little update and you put in a little um, image or, or whatever. Oh. That will automatically send an email to everyone that has already contributed to your campaign. So we sort of do it through that. All these people contribute and say, hey, if you want to refer other people, Ah, gotcha. So yeah, I can see here you've got a leaderboard because Indiegogo actually tracks who's who's giving you more referrals, and yep, then you've keep correct. that running, yep. and that'll encourage people. So you've got a you've got a who wants to win return fights the Gold Coast this summer. Yep, that's correct. Oh wow, man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a full time it's a full time <laughs> job. There's so much stuff you can do. That's gold though. That's really really powerful. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, thank you so much, man. And look, like that's 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 so so impressive. Like I'm just blown away. And and you're still talking to us with with a few hours, like a few hours, a couple of days left. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you for for sparing your time. Yep, no worries. I'm glad I could help. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this interview. As you might already know, our mission at Founder is to help tens of millions of people every single week with our content, either start or grow their business, which is exactly why we're partnering with world-class founders such as Damon John, Alexa Von Tobel, Greta Van Riel, and so many more to teach crucial skills such as negotiation, finance, e-commerce, and so much more. So if you'd like to get access to these free exclusive trainings, please go to founder.com forward slash free. These are 100%. We go super in depth on teaching a particular topic, and I know that you're going to love them if you enjoy this podcast. So just go to founder.com forward slash free. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode.